On this episode of the GESC Podcast, I sit down with two of my favorite people in the whole widest world, Kira Hill and Eleanor Marsh. But before we get to that, I'm going to break with tradition and talk about books for a minute. I know, books, not theater? What's going on? Ready, Kingsley? Actors to your places, podcast listeners to your earbuds. Join us as we make our great escape. Winner of Best Musical from New York Drama Critics Circle Award, Obie Award, Lucille Lortel Award, and also Outer Cities Circle Award, as well as the 2015 Tony Award for Best Musical, Best Original Score, and Best Book of a Musical. Fun Home has won a lot of awards, <laughs> to put it bluntly, uh, and uh, uh, deservingly so. Uh, I'm a big fan of it myself, and I'm sure you will be once you get a chance to see it. For those of you who know nothing about Fun Home or Alison Bechdel, uh, let me read for you the description that we have on our website. Again, that's greatescapestagecompany.com, and then click on the picture of Fun Home. Fun Home is a refreshingly honest, wholly original musical about seeing your parents through grown-up eyes. When her father dies unexpectedly, graphic novelist Alison Bechdel dives deep into her past to tell the story of the volatile, brilliant, one-of-a-kind man whose temperament and secrets defined her family and her life. Moving between past and present, Allison relives her unique childhood, playing at the family's Bechdel funeral home, her growing understanding of her own sexuality, and the looming unanswerable questions about her father's hidden desires. Now, this episode of the podcast catches us between the two weekends of the show, so there are four chances left to see this performance. So again, June 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th, 7 p.m., Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and 3 o'clock on Sunday. And it is definitely worth your time. Uh, I was lucky enough to get a chance to um, help people uh, be on book, is what we call it in the world of theater. I, I had to sit in the audience and basically read if people called off lines. Uh, it was about two weeks ago, and it was phenomenal then. And it was really hard to read lines uh, through all the tears. <laughs> and, and again... If you're not the kind of person who wants to go to a show where you cry, uh, there's more than just that. It's it's an extremely touching, extremely wonderful piece of theater, and uh, you really owe it to yourself to come and check it out. Uh, but as I mentioned in the trailer, or rather in the teaser at the start of our episode here, uh, I'm going to kind of break off from tradition and talk about books for just a second, because Fun Home is based on the graphic novel Fun Home by Alison Bechdel. And as Kira mentions later on in the interview here... Uh, Side note, I love this interview, and I'm going to give it a ton of space to work with. So it's going to be a short intro this time, um, as short as I can be, right? Uh, but as she mentions, uh, she ended up getting copies, and there were copies available of uh, Fun Home through New Story Community Books here in Marshall, Michigan. Now, I don't think I've ever mentioned these guys before. They have partnered with us on multiple occasions uh, this season alone with Fun Home and with Tuesdays with Maury. Uh, they were present in the lobby for Tuesdays with Maury, uh, selling copies of the book. Um, again, we are reminding people during our curtain speeches to go and check out New Story Community Bookstore in Marshall to get copies of Fun Home. Uh, again, they're just a wonderful place. It, it's a real jewel to have it here in Marshall. It, it's a fantastic spot that uh, always gets a, a sizable chunk of my paycheck. Uh, so <laughs> if you too uh, lack self-restraint and love books, uh, check out New Story Community Books at 114 West Michigan Avenue. Their phone number is 269-558-8111 and uh, newstorybooks.com for their website. Okay, 
So I want to, as I mentioned, switch over to our interview in just a second here because it is a longer interview and it is a wonderful interview. I try not to rate my interviews, but this one's among one of my favorites, guys. So join me as I sit down with Kira Hill and Eleanor Marsh as we discuss Fun Home. Thank you so much for joining us. Please introduce yourself and the character you play. My name is Kira Hill, and I'm playing medium Allison. And I am Eleanor Marsh, and I play present-day Allison. Excellent. So we have two of our Allisons with us here today. The other one is busy running around, uh, so she has a lot of energy. Uh, <laughs> uh, so before I get into the questions about the show itself, or Allison Bechtel, I forgot uh, to ask you earlier, uh, what is your experience with The Great Escape here? Like, tell me about your time with us. Tell me about maybe some shows people may have seen you in here at The Great Escape. Sure. I was um, actually a board member of Great Escape, the first inaugural, inaugural board, wow, board member, um, which was great to see this space go from the, our little tiny home over on the corner of Eagle Street to this beautiful facility. So um, I love to participate with Great Escape in that way, but then I've also been in a handful of shows really over the last 10 years. Probably my favorite being a show that Kira and I did together in the summer called Should Have Been You. Actually, Tony, you were in that as well. The it two was. of you were hilarious. <laughs> we were. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I have been doing shows with Great Escape since 2012. Um, and I even was helping with shows before that. So before Great Escape had its location in the old Heritage Cleaners building, we were in the basement of the Frank Center. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. um, and so I um, was part of that crew early on. And um, the first main stage show I did with Great Escape was Assassins, um, my senior year of high school. And I've just kind of done things intermittently uh, here and there. And I took a little hiatus for a while while I was away at college. Um, I did It Should Have Been You. I did Into the Woods. I Spitfire Grill. Spitfire the Grill. The first show oh, we were in together. Yes. Spitfire yeah. Grill, a beautiful show. Um, lots of other things that I can't recall. Oh, I was in a great show called Matt and Ben that like maybe six <laughs> people in Marshall saw. Um, and I played Ben Affleck. So <laughs> I really have a, a robust resume. <laughs> escape <laughs> full of really diverse roles um, yeah so it's it's been a lot of fun i've I've loved being along for the ride um, all of these years and seeing the many transformations that this theater goes through um, but always still bringing the same I think quality um, work to to stage and and for people in Marshall and the you know Marshall area to view um, we do some really awesome stuff here we sure do we sure do uh, Fun Home, the musical, is based on the graphic novel Fun Home by Alison Bechtel. Uh, I'm curious, what is your level of familiarity with Alison Bechtel's work, the graphic novel, her comic strips, she is a person? So I'm going to take this first because Kira and I are polar opposites. I had never heard of Alison Bechtel. I knew nothing about this show. And then there's Kira who knows every single word and <laughs> note of everyone's part because she's known this show since the day it was born. Um, actually, um, Dykes to Look Out For, I think, is the um, comic strip that Alison authored. And I was very aware of that comic strip um, when I was gosh, late 20s, early 30s when I was coming out. But besides that, um, I knew nothing of the show, and I'm so glad to have 
gained from Kira's knowledge. So now she'll tell us for an hour everything she knows about this. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't tell for an hour, but um, I, I'm definitely super familiar with the show. Um, as soon as it was kind of in the off-Broadway sphere, I was listening to the off-Broadway soundtrack. Um, I was just enamored with it. Um, from the very beginning. It's such a real and raw telling of a queer story, um, especially a queer story with really intense family dynamics. Um, and so a lot of that, I think, hits home for a lot of different people in different ways. Um, I was not super familiar with Dykes to Watch Out For, but I am familiar that that is the origin of the Bechtel test. Um, and what is the Bechtel test? That there needs to be two women on screen or on stage. Mm -hmm. and we have conversation with each other, not just the men that are and present. And not about a man. Right. <laughs> and I think it, like, does it need to be sustained for a period of time? Like, I can't remember if there's a time requirement, but there are many, many movies that do not meet the Bechdel test. Yeah, I don't think this show meets the Bechdel <laughs> test, actually, um, in, a, in a twist of irony. Oh, no! So I think we talk so much about um, the father character in the show. Right. Like, he's so pivotal, so I think the show fails the Bechdel test. <laughs> that's, that's actually very funny. <laughs> and uh, what have your experiences been with this particular production of Fun Home? So, um, this show, as I had mentioned, it, it's so impactful. Um, it's a really strong story. Um, and to have the privilege to play a college-age character whose coming out story um, has so many similarities to my own has been amazing, uh, but also painful. Um, there's a lot of things that very are very vivid to me when I think about all of the fear and the anxiety that I had when I came out as a lesbian when I was um, 20. <laughs> um, and so to kind of live that all again um, is really, uh, it's, it kind of rocks me to my core um, at the end. And some performances are harder than others. And I find that I just have to take a minute to breathe backstage after our curtain call and, and let it out. And then I go out and I say hi to people. But uh, it's a unique experience in theater to be a queer woman playing a queer woman. Um, because there simply are not very many roles for that are written as, as queer females that are also the main character right. and aren't like a caricature. Um, so it, it's been really special. I think, I think that part of, that's part of why we saw so many people at auditions who were new to Great Escape, mm -hmm. who appeared to be from the GLBT plus community and um, were lovers of this show. And I think I didn't realize until they were all here, wow, this is a bunch of what I perceive to be lesbian or queer female performers who were just so in love with this show and very excited to be a part of it. I am, I am grateful that we have some moments of um, levity with the kids and some very funny moments. And you know, it was funny to watch the kids through this process. There are three um, young people who are in the cast with us. And you know, they're used to being in kids' shows. They're having a great time. They're bebopping around. And the closer we got to performance time and the more intense the rest of us were feeling the emotions of the show, we really had to help them understand that while they have some really lighthearted parts of it, 
it's it's a it's tough you know emotionally and um sharing kira's experience of coming out although it was much later in my life but i also share the experience of um there's uh an element of suicide in this production and i actually lost my best friend in high school he in his coming out process did not feel that he was going to be able to um, managed that throughout his life. And so he killed himself when we were, I want to say juniors in high school. So it's, it's very, um, important to me that people throughout their lives, um, learn that there's nothing that can't be overcome. Um, and so it's sad to me that the person in the show, I don't know how much we should give away, but that the person in the show who contemplates or, you know, is in this headspace of suicide, um, that they saw no other way out. And so I think one of the messages we also want to portray is that, um, uh, being a, a GLBTQ plus person uh, doesn't mean you're doomed to a life of pain and heartache, that there's pretty awesome stuff. The beginning is a little scary, and then after that, it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it, it, it's that, that element of suicide, and I think we can talk about it, because when you open the show, you say very plainly That's true. that That's true. Um, my dad and I grew up in the same small Pennsylvania town, mm -hmm. and he was gay, and I was gay, and he killed himself. Right. Um, and I became a lesbian cartoonist, because right. what else would you do? <laughs> um, and so to explore um, queer pain in that way, um, especially, you know, the, the show is set in, it spans from the... 60s to the 70s to 79 um, mm -hmm. and then you know beyond when mm -hmm. um, adult Allison is writing this memoir and compiling these memories um, there was a lot of queer pain you know back in the 60s 70s 80s um, 90s and mm -hmm. and there's so much was a secret okay. then and so I unfortunately the Bruce the father character is a lot of him is a product of his generation, um, not able to process um, his homosexual tendencies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, tendencies, I like it. Uh -huh. <laughs> so um, it, it's it's really raw to explore that emotion of, of feeling so lost that there's just not a way out mm -hmm. except to end it. Mm -hmm. Um, especially when the gig is up and you can't hide it anymore and you've been exposed. So, um, as opposed to medium Allison's, mm -hmm. uh, revelation in college, Kira's character who has a very different experience. She feels very joyous and relieved once she realizes that she is a lesbian yeah. and it's scary, but at the same time, she feels so much freedom in that. Yeah. which unfortunately her father did not yeah you know it's interesting i just read um so i read fun home the memoir before we started doing rehearsals for the show and then i recently read the second memoir are mm -hmm. you my mother where um so much of and man this this lady has a really <laughs> fucked up family um, it's can really, we say that it's, it's, <laughs> all right um, you can put like a little like quack noise right. over like <laughs> um, so and so much of what she says in her memoir is that um, the reason that she was able to overcome things was, you know, because she was a lesbian. Because, you know, the reason she didn't fall into these family patterns of, of their really messed up family dichotomy was that she, her lesbianism was the catalyst for overcoming it. Um, and so she really um, 
I mean, Alison Bechtel in real life really holds on to that idea that it was joyful and important for her to come out. Um, and it's the thing that saved her life um, multiple times over. So it's, it was interesting to explore that theme in her book, along with um, all the other things <laughs> that she explored in that book. So right. um, both, both <laughs> memoirs, I highly recommend reading. Um, they're very visceral and um, very cerebral, too. Uh, she's got a way with words. Um, I felt like I needed a thesaurus when I started yeah, reading the first one. Absolutely. And it's funny because they're graphic novels, so they're told like comic strips. Um, and so it looks like it's just going to be lighthearted Charlie Brown language. And holy cannoli, like I, it's for sure a decent vocabulary um, written very well. It's yeah. a, a lot meatier than you might imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, they're both wonderful books. So I, I would recommend to anybody who um, wants to explore family dynamics, especially complex family dynamics, mm-hmm. to read both of those memoirs, Fun Home First, and then Are You My Mother? Um, Are You My Mother makes several references to Fun Home, and so you will miss out if you um, read them out of order. And it's probably important for us to mention that New Story Books here in Marshall is partnering with us, and they actually have copies of both of those books for sale. Now, it's possible they're selling out at this point, but I'm confident that they're getting more. So if you're listening to this and you're in the Marshall area, I'm sure New Story Books would love for you to come down and and check out one or both of those books. Yeah, and they're great, too. Um, They'll order a book for you. If they don't have it in store, they will place an order, and they will bring it in. Mm -hmm. I had them do that last Christmas for something different. (laughs) Um, So don't hesitate to say, hey, can you get this book for me? And they will gladly do it for you. So I'm going to ask you the question I ask everybody as the final interview question. What do you hope audiences get out of this show? I hope that what they get out of the show is the understanding that the queer experience has so many similarities as far as the anxiety and the fear and the uncertainty that can be there before coming out and for some even after um and that it doesn't matter you know how good your good your upbringing was my upbringing i think was pretty great um and i have parents that love me and still love me but um there was still that uncertainty there for me when i was coming out how that was going to rock my family um and so i i just want audiences to understand that um being a queer person isn't an easy road uh it's certainly not a choice um it's it's just it's the same as saying your eyes are brown they're brown i could wear blue contacts but that doesn't mean that i have blue eyes um i could say that i'm straight and i did for many years um but that didn't mean that i was and so i i am just very hopeful that our audiences have an open mind and and walk away with a better understanding of really what it means to be queer. And my hope for audiences would be that they come to the understanding that I finally came to. Maybe the last two rehearsals is when I finally found there was hope at the end of the show. That to me, in fact, I expressed this to my fellow actors and to Randy, our director, several times. I don't, this is, I just kept thinking, this is so depressing. It's awful. All we do is ball. And then finally, in the last couple rehearsals, I started to hear in the closing song some hope and you know, a light at the end of the tunnel and the joy that she feels after, um, I'm not going to say putting this to rest because I don't know that any of us with complicated pasts are ever able to fully put it to rest, but she has come to some 
resolution of you know some difficult things from her past and so the last song is actually a very hopeful release of that pain so i hope the audiences do see that at the end and despite all of the sniffles that we hear in the house and all of the sniffles that are coming from stage um i hope that people are still able to walk away with some joy having seen it great thank you both so much for joining us thanks tony thanks. It was so nice to sit down and talk to Kira and Eleanor. Uh, they're wonderful people on and off the stage. I love working with them uh, every chance that I get. So, uh, and I do want to thank them so much for that wonderful interview. Uh, and a very special thank you to Kira for providing me with my new favorite censorship sound effect with that quack. Uh, it will be coming back. So uh, keep your ears open for that, everybody. As a reminder, this is your last weekend to see Fun Home at the Great Escape. Uh, we have the 22nd through the 25th, 7 o'clock Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 3 o'clock on Sunday. If you would like to get tickets, again, feel free to call our box office, 781-2700, or for those of you out-of-towners, 269-781-2700, or check out our website, greatescapestagecompany.com. I want to close out with some thank yous. As always, thank you to Kyle Booth, who does our music. Kyle, thank you so much. A big thank you to anyone who has gone and given us a rating on Apple Podcasts. If you check out the app, if that's how you get this podcast, giving us a rating is always super helpful, and it helps other people discover us. So thank you for that. Thanks to all those of you who have visited our Facebook page and given us a like and a share. And also, those of you who checked out our regular page, Great Escape Stage Company. Com. Again, check that out for updates and other special events, as well as what to expect from the rest of our season. I hope you get the opportunity to see Fun Home, and if you miss our production, go out, listen to the soundtrack, read the book. It's an amazing experience, I promise you. I'm Antonio Barroso, your host. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs>